4: X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host, I'm your guide, as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exome comes to you Monday through Friday from 8 p.m. Eastern until midnight, right here on the Exome Broadcast Network, the Starcom Radio Network, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around this world of ours. Worldwide toll free, 1 800 610 7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, xzone radio tv, and our website where you can listen to the xzone 24 7, 365, including during the live broadcast. broadcast I am sorry. www.xzoneradiotv.com. So, nation. My first guest tonight is Morgana Starr, and Morgana is a psychic medium and channel communicator who co-hosts on Google's TV's "Angels Unveiled." Now, she was raised in the wilds of Africa by missionary parents. This, along with looking for healing from fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, has led Morgana to spirituality and her work with angels. She is a Native American pipe carrier, Reiki master teacher, Akashic record, psychic development teacher, and past life reader. She is internationally known for her work as a medium and her work directly with Archangel Anella. I, did I pronounce that right? It's Annelle. Uh-huh. No
1: A on the end. Right. Anele.
4: It's Anella. So joining me now is Morgana. Morgana, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Rob. I really appreciate it.
4: So tell me, you grew up in, in Africa.
1: mm mm-hmm. and- I grew up on um, the top of a mountain. We were 300 miles from the nearest town. It was called Rhodesia at the time. That right. may date me a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Zimbabwe now. And we could look over and see the Zambezi River and Zimbabwe from our uh, backyard.
4: Now, did you always have these gifts that you've used over the years to help so many people, or was it something that happened that triggered all these wonderful gifts and your present-day quest?
1: I d- I've had the gifts all my life. It's one of those things that you look back and go, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Um, from when I was a child, and it is generational, I was able to trace it on both sides of the fa- family. Even my, um, one of my great aunts, she was put away for hearing voices. So I learned early not to talk about the things that I was hearing and um, then ended up just tuning everything out until I started looking for the healing from fibromyalgia. And that led me to my Reiki master who gave me a couple of extra uh, symbols Mm -hmm. that opened up my third eye. And one of them um, is called angel love. Actually, it puts you in touch with the other side within – Oh, just a week, I was hearing the angels, I was hearing dead people, and I knew I was going to hell because I was raised that way, <laughs> and then had to just work at shifting my belief system and realizing God was so much bigger than, sure. than anyone ever realizes.
4: How come God and those within the biblical context can speak to angels, can listen to angels, and yet no one else can?
1: Oh, that's just uh, that's a that's a religious dogma. So throughout the throughout the Mm -hmm. even the Old Testament, Deborah was a prophetess. And that's really what I am. I'm an angelic prophet um, and communicator. So um, not much different than Mm -hmm. that. It's just that dogma has tried to lock it in to control it Mm -hmm. in religious structure.
4: You know, coming from missionary parents, it must have been very hard for you as a child.
1: It was very hard for me. Um, I, My parents were wonderful. My dad had a great sense of imagination, but mm-hmm. he was a very religious, dogmatic preacher. Right. So he separated that. To me, the imagination was real. So what happened with me, I internalized a lot of it, hence the fibromyalgia. I'm an empath not just an empath of people, but Mm. I'm an empath of uh, spirit. Wow. So even now when I channel someone that's passed on, especially if they're caught between worlds, it can be a tough thing to deal with those energies because I can feel their emotional pain and and stress.
4: Morgana, what are angels? Who are angels? You must get this question asked to you all the time.
1: Yeah, I I get questions. somebody will say, "Oh, my grandma's my angel." Well, cuz they feel her she's around. Right. Well, yes, grandma's around. There's no doubt of that. But she's not your angel. You've got an angel on top of it. angels are separate beings. They are they were they're not human. We their vibration is so much higher. This is why when I was a medium and psychic for a while before I directly really, really tuned into the angels full time. And it took my, my gifts up to a whole nother level because the vibration is so high. So they're able to see so much more mm-hmm. than guides can even. So they, they're just, they're a different being.
4: So where do angels originate from?
1: <laughs> you love asking the hard questions. I love it. Um, many
4: different
1: planets. Okay. Many different star systems. Some of the planets no longer exist. Um, those, there's people out there that are star seeds, so they understand that. But angels are even more than that because they came from another planet mm-hmm. to help. This planet evolve, and this is their baby. Earth is their baby, and they are very protective over this planet. But put a grid around the planet to protect it from other species finding them, or finding us. But yeah, they're they're a whole different being, mm-hmm. uh, and some people will call them aliens. Really, you know, on this show we can just come out and talk about it. Sure.
4: <laughs> Uh, but tell me, what was it the angels did that caught the ear and the favor of God to to protect us on this planet?
1: Who's God?
4: Well, you know the guy in the Bible, the the father, the the you know the, the guy who allegedly uh, created everything. You know the guy who was the father of Jesus, and the guy the guy that Jesus said, "Father, Father, Father, why are you forsaking me?" When he was being nailed to the cross, that one.
1: Right. Right. That takes us down a whole different path on how the Bible was translated and who that God really is. I don't believe in the angels of the way of a lot of what they talk about in the Bible. The Bible angels that they speak of are the ones that follow that constraints of that particular religion that Uh says, you do as I say or you go into hell. To me, that's that's not love. That's not unconditional love. That's control.
4: Well, you see, I I agree with you 100% because when I look throughout the Bible and I studied the Bible, I wanted to be Mm -hmm. in the ministry when I was a kid because something didn't make sense. And I figured, all right, the answer has to be in this book. Well, that's what I was told anyway.
1: Right, right. Yeah. But
4: but anyway, when you look, when I took a good look at the Bible, you know, you've got Sodom and Gomorrah, he, you know, he annihilated all those cities with uh, those two cities with those people. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then the the big flood and then you
0: okay. know wiping
4: up the entire earth and except for except for uh Noah and his family and, and other examples and i'm saying i don't want to be a father like this
5: Don't wait. Visit sono, sonobello.com slash save. com slash save. com slash save.
4: That's how this father treats his children.
1: But uh-huh. you look at those stories, and those stories in the Bible uh, are in every ancient religion.
3: Yep.
1: Back to Mithras. Mithros. Um, you know, all the way back into the first written Sumerian languages. Some of those myths.
4: It's, almost, it's almost as if the Bible was a syndicated column. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you do know you're going to hell for that, right?
4: Hey, listen, that's what <laughs> thats what the minister, that's what our, my minister told my mother when I was 11 years old because I asked too many questions. Two questions.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
4: so I, I'm, well, used, I'm used to that.
1: The God that uh, if you want to call God or, or goddess, because I believe God, the God that the angels work with uh-huh. is neither male nor female.
4: female. And
1: they, um, it, does not, it doesn't want, that one doesn't want us to have control or be controlled. Right. This is why the whole angel battle began. Because there were this, this source of angels and I'll call them the evil angels mm-hmm. for lack of better words. That wanted to control humans by fear, by telling them what they could or couldn't do. Don't eat from that tree or you're going to die because then you're going to learn about knowledge of good and evil. Well, well, that doesn't even make sense. Of course not. So, you know, then the angels that we work with Mm -hmm. are the ones that say, "Uh uh-uh, these humans, we have even helped them evolve in their DNA and their education and we've come down and some of these angels have actually taken human bodies throughout the centuries of time so that they could experience what it's like to be human so that they could help the human race more and move them ahead in evolution. You look back into history, why did we all of a sudden go, why did we learn learn how the wheel worked? Why did where did we get this technology? You know, how were the pyramids built? All of a sudden there were embodied angels working with humans helping them.
4: But let me ask you this, Morgana. Why have they stopped? Like there Thank there's God. wait a sec, wait a sec. You know there's wars going on in this world today. There <laughs> are children dying because of disease and lack of food. There are homeless people. Wow. The economy is taking a crapper. We have terrorism. Yes. You know, why are the angels just sitting back and letting all this happen?
1: Well, plus That's look the- what's happening to the earth. That's a great question, and the answer is free will.
4: But it, these angels,
1: these angels, are not going to come in and take our free will. We are choosing this. Well, there a, are angels working behind the scenes trying to wake us up.
3: But you can't, okay, you
1: can't look, see, look at your you, show. You,
4: you you can't see. Oh, thank you. you. But you you can't say that that there are not. People in, on this planet today who ha, who are asking and who have been asking angels for help for intervention, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. A, a, and are are the angels going to sit by as we destroy ourselves because of uh, we have the right to make up our own decisions?
1: Um. Yes and no. They might if we continue and we don't listen to their guidance and their advice. And that's what I teach people is how to learn to listen and tune into your angel, because I will tell you, people come in here and I said, you, "Your angel's been telling you you need to walk away from this relationship, you need to walk away from this job, you need to go this direction." Well, I don't want to. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, then I'll see you next year with a worse problem.
4: So, how do we get people to listen to their angels? Because I believe in angels. Mm-hmm. I am one of the biggest angel believers that you will ever come across because I have oh. seen an angel. Awesome. I, I know that they are real. Uh-huh. So how do we get the rest of the non-believers or those who are sitting on the fence? If we could get everybody who believes in angels at Christmas time to believe in angels mm-hmm. the rest of the year, man, we'd have it made.
1: Part of it is just getting the message out about what they are who they are, and how they can help us. And I believe in giving the information and then letting people make the decision. One thing that I learned by being in the uh, the organized religion, went to Bible college as well, is not to proselytize. So I'm not going to proselytize. If someone doesn't want to believe in angels, it doesn't matter to me. However, what I have found with this angel that I work with, Archangel Annal, is The healing um, that she does is absolutely incredible, not just the mind, but the body. I've worked with people and removing energies from them that have stepped in their way. They can't move forward in their life. They're in physical pain. Mm -hmm. For example, one client is, um, and I spent like 10 minutes with her, took something off of her with the help of the angel, replaced her. Put the, the energy, the symbol of the angel on her energetically and sealed her in. She, kept, she called me um, a few days later. She said she slept uh, all night. She hadn't slept in weeks. She had no pain. She went to the doctor. The doctor said, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to operate on you for a mass in your stomach, but it's not there. I didn't know she had something wrong with her stomach. The angel did, took it out. It was an energetic force there, and it had manifested in a physical way. When angels come in with that kind of power, it does make people listen. And so then they start going, oh, well, maybe I should start learning how to listen to my angel.
4: But why would the angels intervene in this case if the lady wasn't asking for the angels to intervene?
1: Why would they intervene if she didn't ask? Yeah. She did ask. She asked me for help.
4: Oh, so by by her asking you for help, you were then acting as her proxy when you asked yes. the angels for her help.
3: Gotcha.
1: Yes. Yes. Gotcha. I, I you know, I am the angel communicator. Um I've I have trademarked that. Um mm-hmm. but the thing is with, with that, not just do I connect with Archangel, now I do connect with other people's angels too. So my job is with her, teach her not only how to talk to Annelle, who will help her whenever she needs, but how to connect with her particular angel. And this gets her attention so she's willing to do the work, which it involves usually a little bit of meditation and um, a few spiritual exercises to start opening that third eye so she knows when it's the angels talking and it's not just mind chatter.
4: When angels aren't taking on human form, what do they look like? Do they look like... The paintings uh-huh. of the masters with the with the beautiful wings and the kindness and loveliness in their in their face and in their eyes, or are they pure energy?
1: I see them as pure energy, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the orbs that people will take pictures of when they're different colors, right. those are angelic orbs. Those that's an angelic angelic energy that they're capturing with the camera.
4: Hmm. So. How would someone ask for help from an angel? Let's say somebody's listening tonight and they need help. And just by luck, they've turned on their car radio mm-hmm. or their home radio or they're sitting mm-hmm. at their office working. They're listening to us and they're saying, I need help. Maybe if I ask the angels for help, I'll get help. So how would somebody ask for help?
1: You know what I tell people is you have to go straight to the top and ask an L. And the reason about Anel, she is an angel that has the power to bring in any of the angels that you need. So a lot of times you don't know what it is you need. So just, it's simple. We would like to complicate things with ritual. For example, I had a friend that she told me she was having, she told me after the fact, she goes, I couldn't sleep. I hadn't slept for two weeks and I couldn't remember the name of your angel. So I said, that angel Morgana works with, I need to sleep. And she slept all night. Huh. It, it's, it's really that simple. And I do have um, a couple free things on my website that helps people with that on clearing their energy. That's a whole nother thing. The angels do show you how to protect your energy. There's new modalities out here that they're bringing in to the spiritual community. Don't grow your roots to Mother Earth. Don't put yourself in a bubble. Use this pyramid of protection that um, the angel Anel has given me to share with the world. And it's very powerful. And it helps, for example, people that are feeling like, I just need some help. Mm -hmm. Ask Anel. Say, Anel, I need help. Do a deep breath. Feel it. Coming in through the top of your head as you breathe in and as you breathe out, let it go down through every part of your mind, body and soul all down into your arms and legs. Breathe it to the bottom of your feet and just let it filter out into Mother Earth.
4: So when do they ask Anil for the help before the breathing uh, uh, and the deep breath that, or after?
1: They really don't have to use that breath if they're in a desperate situation, mm-hmm. or they can um, they can use that breath uh, anytime, anytime to do that.
4: You know, uh, we hear about. Let me see, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Michael, but mm-hmm. I but I I very. Seldom, if ever, heard of Archangel Anel.
1: That's because she's a girl.
4: <laughs> ah,
1: okay. <laughs> the goddess religion yeah. has been squished.
4: And you know what? And it's did, time I,
1: to bring a balance back.
4: You know, I think, In and this is my opinion, I think that women do a better job than men do when it comes to nurturing, helping... Running things, the greatest leaders throughout history have been women: Mm
3: -hmm. Queen
4: Victoria, Queen Elizabeth, uh, Margaret Thatcher, and the list. Nefertiti, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, and the list goes on and on and on. So, I agree with you that women have been suppressed, and they've been suppressed by the church.
1: They be- yes, absolutely. One of the best books on that is a book called When God Was a Woman. It's by Merlin Stone. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it because it explains how uh, not just the Bible, but other texts and stuff were re- were translated to bring across a political view of that time and how they, they, took, they were trying to decimate the whole uh, feminine divine energy. And, and and angels aren't male and or female. I have uh, one of my clients sees Anel as a male, but she needs to see that male energy. So angels will show up in different forms. They even show up as totems in the Native American mm-hmm. um, culture. So they may show up as a panther or, you know, um, another form that I see Anel in sometimes is a dragon form because she's fierce, there's no fluffy bunny around an L. Soft, yeah. nurturing, yes. Yeah, but-, but you hurt her babies. yeah. And I tell you, she stands up for women and children. And I have seen miracles happen in the justice uh, system when it mm-hmm. has been going against a certain case that was right. going to hurt a woman or a child. Right. As I've seen it flip when they bring an L in.
4: Well, I'll tell you something. I'm a former police officer, and I used to, used to just... Irk me the wrong way when certain cases would go to court when it was a matter of domestic abuse, and, right? And you know, it always seemed as if the deck was stacked against the mother and the child. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad Anell is there. Doing yeah, what and, she's doing. It,
1: it, it is wonderful. And and I went through a lot of my own personal issues in that that way. And that's part of your answer. Why do these bad things happen? I mean, someday I'll, I'll tell my whole story. But it's like those things happen so that I can understand it. And now I went from being very mousy and, right. and scared of my own shadow and abused to being empowered because of the energy of this angel.
4: How do I know, I, that, how do I know that you're not really an angel? I don't know. <laughs> hmm?
1: It doesn't really matter.
4: How do I know that you're not one of these angels who's taken on a physical body? In order to not only feel the experience, but to but to better understand the needs of humans.
1: If if I am, they haven't really told me that. Hmm. What I have been told is that I am yeah. to be her mouthpiece. To bring this in. And you know one thing, and we're talking about the feminine energy, yeah. that, that Rob, you're very, very balanced, and I honor that in you, is... Uh, One gentleman, I brought her energy and I have a way that I'll do that in four breaths to bring that into a a client. And when he was done, he had tears running down his face. And he said, I've never felt such love. He goes, the anger, all my anger has gone. And he's turned out to be a very dear friend, a powerful healer, and he's even ha- come up with his own angel healing modality through now who's reattuned. He uses tuning forks and oils along with it, and she's reattuned his, his tuning forks. He goes, I've never had tuning forks work like this before. Wow,
4: fascinating. Tremely so it's, fascinating. it's
1: not something um, just just for women. Like my COO on yeah. my company is a male, um, actually a pirate captain. <laughs> Arr. yeah, huzzah <laughs> <laughs> that's part of my angel play I like to do is Ren Fairs and Pirates mm-hmm. but uh, you will never meet a more balanced, gentle soul
3: yeah,
1: and masculine at the same time
4: you know, you know I, we, we've got three dogs, they're little shih tzus mm-hmm. and, and you know what I don't care what anybody thinks you know, they'll say, look, the big... I'm six foot five. I, wing... I come in at 250 pounds. I'm not mm-hmm. a little guy. And, you know, when we first moved into our, our new neighborhood, people would look at me and say, my God, look at the little dogs the big guy's got. Well, you yeah. Know what? Who cares? <laughs> I love Do you these know little
1: girls. what Shih Tzu's, the dogs, I mean, their history let They're me, the dogs of royalty,
4: and weren't they also? Uh, the, weren't they? Didn't they have something to do with the with the Chinese monks? And, yes, And that because as well. of their dedication and their loyalty, mm-hmm. they were the protectors. Mm-hmm. And how they got that little different colored fur spot on their head was a, a blessing from a monk.
1: Well, that just totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I didn't know that about them, but that, that totally, well, that feels right. The angels are saying, yep,
4: yeah. sounds it, good. You know, as, as, I don't, I, I don't care who you are. I believe that people are people, whether you're black, white, yellow, pink, blue, green, whatever, that it's what's on the inside of the person that makes that person
1: yeah it, it really is yeah. and and I forget about color mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with having been raised in Africa but one of my de- dearest friends that has been on my Sisters for the Soul show on btvN in the past is uh, African American
3: yeah
1: and she co- we we call each other twins mm-hmm. you know she's my twin and we're the Oreo twins <laughs> oh, and it I, I I do forget that she's black
3: yeah you know color um,
1: it doesn't matter. I, I don't care about that.
4: doesn't. It's what's inside a person. Everybody, in my opinion, <laughs> is created equally. Everybody's given that chance. And who are we to say what happened during that person's life that put them off on uh, an off-road? But in my opinion, everyone can be helped if they want the help. And, well, that's
1: the thing. They yeah. have to ask for yeah. the help. And that's why I say if, if somebody asks me for help, even and this is another amazing thing about the angel I that I work with is I'll have friends text me in the middle of the night. My phone's always off. They know that. Mm-hmm. And in the morning I'll wake up and I'll see the text and I'll go, okay, that's why I had that weird dream that night. And then I check with them and I find out that their problem was already solved and it had everything to do with the dream that I had.
4: Oh, Oh wow, that's cool.
1: So this this angel just is. I'm always in awe yeah. of the of the way that she works and and her protective energies. When I go do house clearings and and um, speak with de, uh, demonic energies and stuff like that, that that can be a hoot. All right, let's talk sure. about
4: demonic energies when we come back from this commercial break. Morgana, thank you very much for okay. joining us tonight. I, I love your energy, and I'm so happy you're with us.
1: Oh, thank you. You too.
4: Exo Nation, Morgana Starr is my special guest this hour www.Morganastarr.com That's Morganastarr.com And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. This is the Exxon, Monday through Friday from 8 p.m. until midnight Eastern, right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, on the Starcom Radio Network, and starting Monday the digital broadcast network and the digital satellite network. I'll be back on the other side as we continue talking to our special guest star this 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 hour. I I really think she's an angel. We'll have to uh, we'll have to talk more about this. Morgana Starr is my guest and we'll be back talking about angels and much more here in the X Zone. Don't go away. Advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than four million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exoneradiotv.com.
2: The scientist and the mystic have been on an age old, relentless search with one thing in common they seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com
4: I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multi-family dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, Jeff Gilson didn't go out looking for adventure, danger, or the answers to most of the controversial political intrigues of the past 30 years, but he found all three when he began investigating the mysterious death of his close friend, Margaret Thatcher's favorite speechwriter. Just an ordinary guy living in a small sleepy suburb 20 miles outside of London, Jeff's questions provoked a powerful response on both sides of the Atlantic. He was shot at, warned off by the CIA, and formed a close bond with one of Israel's most notorious intelligence officers. Relive Jeff's gripping adventure in his fast-paced book, Maggie's Hammer, peel away the layers of establishment deception, and discover, as Jeff did, that his friend was an assassin with British intelligence, that Great Britain has been America's secret hitman for the past 30 years, and that Princess Diana was not the target in that Parisian tunnel. All of this and more when you visit www.MaggiesHammer.com and find the link to buying this explosive book online. More and more ordinary people feel they no longer have control of their lives. Jeff fought back. He asked the difficult questions. He set out to redesign his own destiny. And you can do the same using Maggie's Hammer as your guide. Don't waste a moment. Buy it today. Visit www.MaggiesHammer.com Morgana Star is our special guest this hour. Explanation: www.morgana-star.com, and Star is with two R's. Morgana, thanks very much for joining us. But before we went to the uh, commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour, you gave us a bit of a teaser about demonic spirits. Are they real?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they're real, <laughs> but they're not. Uh... Scary, at, well, they're not scary to me. Let me put it that way. Uh-huh. When uh, one understands a little bit about souls and how souls evolve, it takes some of the fear out of it. I mean, they, they're like bullies. So they feed off of fear. So any houses that tend to be haunted, or even I'll get them attached to some people at times. It creates a person energy in them where they're just not themselves is what they'll say, you know, yeah. and the, and they're scared about things or they're nervous and they didn't used to be. And, and then we go and we clear this energy and find out what it is and send them on his little merry way and tell them not to come around this person anymore.
4: But where do these demonic spirits come from, Morgana?
1: My belief is they are other types of souls. Okay. Uh, they can also be what we could consider as a, a lower vibration angelic energy mm-hmm. that's twisted and has been treated badly. Um, so they don't understand what's going on, and they all they understand is pain. So that's what they give. Ooh. And so in time, they can evolve through the centuries of time into a good person, like be rehabilitated, so to speak. So this is why I think it's very important that you don't go in and just be disrespectful and mean to them, because they're still energies, they're still beings.
4: How dangerous is it when certain members of society who like to go into haunted houses, who like to go and and what I see is provoke spirits. You know, are, are they playing um, with fire?
1: Uh, it can kill them. It's that dangerous. That when you go into a house that has, um, uh, that's considered haunted, mm-hmm. and like lots of hauntings, more than likely there is a higher level energy of for lack of a better word, I just hate the word demonic, but uh, that spirit. And I call them sentinels. These sentinels are like guardians that feed off of more, that you know, they feed off of the energy even more so. So they like to keep souls trapped. So the, you may go into a house where the, um, there's just lost souls little uh, spirits that we had a we had a case on an island for example because I I volunteered with the Florida Paranormal Research Foundation and so there was a little girl caught on the island a spirit and we were able to rescue her and Mm -hmm. snuck her out of the island but she was terrified she goes he's coming he's coming he's going to get me and I got a flash of the sentinel but I have learned how and I train, it's very careful that you go in under the radar. You don't want them to see you. You don't want them to perceive you as a threat. Mm-hmm. That's when people get very sick. Uh, that's where some paranormal investigators have gotten cancer and and other issues um, and even died um, because of that. Um, because of the situation that we were in, um, there was a spirit there that we weren't able to, to save. And he was caught between the worlds, that place between the worlds I consider hell. Right. And um, when, you're, when you're able to see it, it's not pretty. But I literally saw this man. Uh, he'd been black when he had his body. Uh, he was African American. And he uh, was being skinned oh, alive. Man. And we weren't able to save him, but we did save the little girl. Right. What would have happened if we had saved him because of the situation without going into detail? That sentinel would have jumped over to where the little girl was and not only destroyed her as well as a lot of other spirits. A lot of people would have gotten hurt.
4: But how does a spirit hurt another spirit?
1: Their energy, and they're trapped. When a spirit is, when, when a spirit's in heaven, it's a mm-hmm. whole different story. When, when, when your loved one has gone to heaven, right. they can come back, they can be around, they can beat around the house, and sometimes haunted houses you go to, yeah, grandpa's just moving stuff around, and he's fine.
4: Right. So... But
1: then there's some that, it's, it's the energy of the sadness. Mm-hmm. When you get that sadness and that depression, that's when they're stuck between worlds.
4: Is, is heaven the light that, that some people try and get spirits to move to?
1: I would say yes. And that's where there there is a problem. Because religious dogma has taught people that have been bad that they will go to hell and hell's fire. It, so is, when the light appears, mm-hmm. many spirits, and I've talked to them and I've had to counsel them. No, that's not that's oh not hell. Gosh. Well, I've been bad. No, you haven't been bad. God loves you. He loves me, you know, and you have to counsel them to get them to know they're loved and sometimes bring their loved ones through to say, hey, we're having fun over here. Here's the party. Come on. We love you.
4: Is, is that why sometimes when someone is getting ready to, to make that departure from this realm to the next, members of families yes, and, and friends come? And I've even heard stories from nurses and doctors where, mm-hmm. where they have seen or believe to have seen the presence of an animal at the time of passing.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, their pets will come through, relatives will come through. Wow. And uh, it's kind of cool. I've seen a couple of experiences of people that have just sat down and went to sleep mm-hmm. and um, died. But what happened was when I tuned in, I saw their loved one come and take their hand and just pop them right out of their body.
4: Isn't that wonderful?
1: Oh, well, it's, it's awesome.
4: Then, then why do we have this this fear of death? When, from what I've learned over the many years doing this show and speaking to people like yourself, there's nothing to fear.
1: It's it's an unknown, you know. That's that's something that we, um, as, as a human race, mm-hmm. you know, there is that innate fear of the unknown again fear has been implanted by the other side that feeds off of our of that energy
4: so it, is reincarnation real
1: to me it's real okay and and mm-hmm. the only reason i feel like it's real is because i have mm-hmm. had too many memories of people that i've met and i've had the flashbacks they've had the same flashbacks Uh, We've been able to trace it back. And I have known of people that have been able to, uh, their memories, they can go back through historical records and go, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. How would have I known that otherwise? So
4: how can a a listener know the difference between, um, you know, the energy of an angel and spirit and say of a deceased friend or loved one?
1: the The deceased loved loved one, if they're in spirit, mm-hmm. I mean, if they, if they've gone, um, I usually refer to spirits as the ones that have gone to heaven, and ghosts are the ones that are trapped. Okay, but the ghosts are sad; the spirits are happy. Um, but both of them will bring around to them sometimes different um, thoughts, or scents or like smells, right? That they used to, same kind of cologne or, or there's someone, that uh, dad always smoked and, yeah. and there's no smoke, no one smoking in the house, but I'm smelling cigarette right. smoke. So, well, who is that? You know, those type of things that will happen. You'll hear chimes when there's no chimes and you mm-hmm. relate that. Some people, uh, I have a dear friend whose wife has passed and, and um, she was connected with cardinals. So, every time cardinals show up, he knows she's around. Her spirit's
4: there. A lot of ghost hunters or research. You know, I, I think the yeah. the the name ghost hunter is totally stupid because when you hunt something, <laughs> you intend to kill it. And, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: like, I agree.
4: Okay, so anyway, I, I just had to say that. Um, when when let's call them ghost enthusiasts take people okay. on tours of of graveyards. Is this being is this being Sacri- not sacrificial, but is this being disrespectful to the spirits? I feel,
1: I feel it can be very, it depends on how it's done. The right. only time I go and do things is if I can rescue spirits. Right. You know, rescue those ghosts, help them get, go to the spirit world mm-hmm. where they need to go. Um, if, if if I can't do that, there's no reason. I did know of a case where there was a haunted hotel many years ago in another state And um, they would say, oh, and under this stairway, there's our little ghost. And we call her Little Miss Sunshine. She's from the slave time and uh, the freedom train. and She's just lost and she's looking for her parents. I was furious when I heard that. This is a little girl. It's a soul. She just doesn't have her body. And she wants her mom and dad. Fortunately, I was affiliated with a team that was able to go in kind of undercover, and we rescued her Excellent. and got her out. In fact, we rescued so many they had to shut the hotel down because they didn't have any more spirit activity.
4: I I think that this is when a number of different organizations actually abuse what they're trying to accomplish. Like to to many people, it's a money-making gimmick.
1: It is. Yeah. And, th- and this is why I've had a little trouble. One of my friends said, well, sometimes you're not good TV material because you don't get freaked out. You know, I've had some weird experiences sure. all the way down to actually channeling a demon myself, mm-hmm. which that was a wild ride. But um, having a demon come up in my face when I'm working on somebody in a real deep voice telling me, I am Beelzebub. Well, I wasn't freaked out. Yeah, I saw the hair and the teeth, the red eyes and all that. And I said, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Instant I said that, that bully, he just deflated, hung his head. He goes, no, I'm not. Huh. And I said, you need to leave. You're not allowed here anymore. This is, belongs to the angel now. This isn't else. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Okay, go away now. And the other angels will take him where he needs to go so he can be rehabilitated.
4: So there's That's- there's there's hope for everyone. There Good is, bad.
1: there is. And they need to be treated with respect. Mm-hmm. If you go in and I always tell people, do not sage, please don't sage. When you go in and you sage because there's spirit activity a ghost activity, paranormal, right. that's like blowing smoke in grandma's face. Ooh. It's disrespectful. Yeah. And they'll leave. Yeah, they'll leave for two weeks, but they usually come back and then people call me. I saged in two weeks later. It's worse. Uh-huh. Well, honey, let's do this. And a lot of things I work with is I work with an L symbol. Every angel has a symbol. Mm -hmm. Her symbol I have trademarked on my website in the pretty form. But you can draw it with that eight-pointed star, just real simple stick figure across in an X, a circle, and make a little swing down to the sides. That says this belongs to the angel. Stay away from this person. Stay away from this place. And, you know the demons see her and they go, Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm bad, I'll leave. So
4: is her symbol like a talisman?
1: Yeah, I would say okay. it is. I had one gal that called me and she her dog was being bothered by elemental spirits mm-hmm. which is a, a different energy and they were they weren't nice ones. There's some nice, some not so nice. This wasn't. The poor dog was all freaked out and I told her, take draw that symbol on a tiny piece of paper, tape it to his collar. She said within a minute after she had it taped to the collar, the dog was calm as could be, and and it was fine.
4: So if someone was having problems in their home, let's say they, they felt a negative energy, a <clears> negative <throat> presence, and they went to your website,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and they printed out Anel's talisman for, for yeah for a right? symbol, and they put it up <laughs> her in their seal? Ha- Her mm-hmm. seal. I like that.
0: Her yeah, seal, seal, and they
4: put it up in their home. Would that protect their home
1: um it it can it can be all that you need Mm -hmm. depending on how severe it is i've had people do that before wow yeah but it's it's really amazing and some people carry it on their person i know um a young kid that was in an accident thrown 40 feet in the air um on a little motorcycle and road rash all down his back nothing else wrong with him But he had no road rash right in the middle of his back. It looked like there were hands, angel wings on his back. And he pulled my business card out that always has that symbol on it because he carried that symbol with him everywhere he went. That angel grabbed him.
4: Wow. You know what? This is what I love about having people like you on this show is that I am sure there are people listening tonight who are going to be smiling because they thought that There was Mm -hmm. just negativity in this world. And here we are talking about positive in this world. And it's just great. It's just truly great. But you've also talked and encountered with fairies and aliens. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the fairies. Are they just little angels?
1: Yes. You got it. And you have them all around you. Those are those sparkles I see all around you. They're a little they're a little bit um they can be impish. Right. And so if you're losing your keys, you can't find your I'm sure you don't wear the earrings, but yeah, I can't find your earrings, rings, jewelry, little things. It's usually that they're just playing little tricks on you.
4: That happens to my wife.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And
4: and the keys have happened to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your wife is a very, very sweet spirit and they love her dearly. Oh my gosh, they're really connected with her.
4: You know, we used to do the radio show at, at what, what is undoubtedly Canada's most haunted radio station, and that's 610 CKTB in St. Catharines, Ontario. I was there for a number of years. I was the executive producer for the station. And I always felt a presence. In the, it, it's, it's in an old house that goes back to the War of 1812 at the end of the Underground Railroad. And it was a hospital, it was this, it was that, it was a brewery at one time, it was a hostel, and uh, over the years it turned into uh, a radio station, and then a second radio FM station was put in, and then a... So there were three radio stations in one place. And I always used to have guests come in and they say, Oh, this is creepy, this is creepy, this is this, that, and the other thing. But what I would do when I would come in... Would say hi gang I'm here you know and mm-hmm. I was the only person mm-hmm. in the place and it was like okay you know he let me know he's here and he's right rec- you know he's acknowledging that there's something here he may not believe it a hundred percent but he's giving us the respect Mm-hmm. cool yeah oh cool. so how about the aliens now that we talked about the fairies
1: uh, you know, they, they just come in different forms. I've just seen them from time to time. We've had little chats. My um, partner on Angels Unveiled, my Google TV show, she uh, chats with them a little bit more. That's more down her alley. But, but again, uh, the angels are what some people may consider as an a- alien form because right. they're not from this planet. And neither are some of our, us. You know, some of us are what I call starseed.
4: Well, uh, and, so, and from
1: then, an alien origin, our souls have evolved from that.
4: And then you've got the ones that are definitely not from this planet that usually end up in every political center on this planet.
1: Absolutely. Boom, boom. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yep.
4: uh, it, it's, they
1: control things.
4: It, you know, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Our hour has gone by so fast. I'd love to have you back on in the future. This has been well, a delight.
1: Thank you. I would like to mention that I do have an Angelic arts Certification Program, and we are spotlighting that at our new Angel Call Center and Training Center. We're building one here in the uh, Florida area, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be training top-notch psychics and mediums. And um, it's going to be amazing. And we'd love for anyone that wants to know more about that, just contact me and I'll give them some more information because it's going to involve a whole group of people. And I know a lot of people that are listening.
4: Morgana, thank you so much. And ExoNation, if you'd like more information about Morgana Star, visit her website at www.morganastar.com. Morgana, please thank Anel oh, for us as well. thank you. Have a nice evening. ExoNation. All right. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. When we come back, blast from the past. From last month, one great guest, Chrissy Blaze, and then one total wingnut, Al McGuthrie. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away, Exonation. Nation.